September 25th, the new Fox Tuesday kicks off with New Girl's new season. Then, welcome Ben and Kate. Stay away from my sister before you find out what six years of Rob McGaugh feels like. Well, like, year and a half plus, like, four years on and off I was traveling. Followed by another all-new New Girl. What am I looking at here? Pure, unadulterated friendship. And the Mindy Project. <laughs> Can't believe you're tattling. Tattling is when a little girl does it, okay? When a hot woman does it, it's called whistleblowing. The new Fox Tuesday premieres September 25th on Fox. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Vegas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Vegas After Show. Hey, AfterBuzzers, how you guys doing? Welcome to the preview show of Vegas, CBS's Vegas. So excited. Can't wait for this to get started. There's so much that we can talk about regarding Vegas, uh, regarding this show, regarding Vegas past and present, regarding the cast and characters. Uh, I'm just so excited. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> you look excited. I you, mean, do. you do. I'm so hyped. This has been a long time coming. I mean, uh, CBS has been burning those previews for months now, and I'm like, I want to see this now. Um, by the way, I'm your lead host today. I'm Thaddeus Massey. I've got a couple guys with me. Nick Purdue. I'm Alex Salem. And uh, we're going to get right into it because uh, we're excited, as I'm sure you are, uh, we're going to discuss a few things that have to do with the show, have to do with just Vegas itself as well. So uh, we can capture you guys into the, bring the old school, the new school, bring it all the way back around so you guys understand where Vegas started, where it is now, um, and how it got to where it is now and where it came from. Uh, the whole foundation of history is very interesting, and now it's going to entertain us on top of that. So let's start with past and present, guys. What, what is your guys' take on where Vegas started? and where it came from and where it's ended up. I'm really excited about where I think the show's going to go with it because it, it it focuses on the 60s, focuses on the early 60s, where it was still just uh, a bunch of hotels. It was still just starting up. At, it still looked like the Wild West back then. And in many ways, we, we get to see how it actually was. And then we'll get to see it on that journey towards how it's becoming what we see today when we go down to Vegas and there's all the, the big hotels, all the big glitz and glamour. And it's a, it's a fascinating journey to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I think it's, it's going to be interesting how, you know, like you see now, like Vegas is kind of like a family town, even though it's so extensive with people like bring their kids and there's like all these shows now versus back in the sixties, like when it was run by the mob and the mafia and it was very city. Oh, yeah. and it was really just kind of like gritty. And now it's kind of like, Hey, let's go to the circus circus and have a good time. You know? All right. That's <laughs> the, new, the new, the new cosmopolitan. Yeah. Check out, out the new ads for the Cosmo and all that, all that stuff. All right. I, I think, uh, Vegas is, uh, 
it's just very it's 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 very glitzy and glamorous now but i think an aspect of vegas has always kind of been mm-hmm. glitzy and glamorous mm-hmm. i mean the underworld of casinos and gambling and showgirls and nightlife was you know a couple of generations ago something that the cops used to like raid underground clubs and and then they you know they they branched out and found a spot in the desert and made it all this gambling and oh, yeah. showgirls yeah. and these shows like legal so it's interesting that you know the government is involved and we've got the mobsters doing their thing back in the day and there's like this battle and struggle and everything which we'll get into a little Mm -hmm. bit later but just as far as it being a family town now it makes you think like it's so big and so like corporate now right Right. you think about uh the oceans movies they call it mm. America's Playground. And it's always been that because you think of the earlier one with, with Sinatra and the Rat Pack. And you've got, you've, you've got that fun, like, you know, you're playing craps, you're, uh, um, that whole kind of green felt element. And it's still there now. You still go looking for that. But it's, it's not exactly that anymore. It's, right. it's, you go for the same draw, but there's the same couple of corporations who own multiple hotels on it. They're huge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, trying to drive down that strip. It's it's got more passes, you know. Right. <laughs> but you know like, what, what? What I think is is, is funny is kind of like the juxtaposition with with now and and then is that even though it's run by corporations, it's still kind of like a mafia esque type of you know like, like there's still that vibe because like one owner kind of owns like five or six ho- yeah. hotels on the strip right. and so it's still it's not a monopoly but they still kind of control. There's like about three or four big people that really kind of control the major hotels on the strip, you know, and that's kind of how was you know back circa 1960 you know in Mm -hmm. in vegas so now it's kind of like you you, you still got that that mafia element of you're not gonna go in there and start trying to count cards you're not gonna mess with that yeah right you're not gonna mess with those guys and that's kind of kind of like even in the oceans movies you know like like right when when they were about to do something you know and then how they they took george clooney into like that that back room with no cameras in there you know and then (laughs) so so let's let's talk about that for a second let's dive into that because because that's a very interesting aspect or element of do you think that element is still there and still plays a factor in the present day Vegas I mean this is the foundation it's kind of hard to get away from the foundation even though the imagery has changed do you think that it's actually might still have a little bit of that element there oh it's changed a lot I, I, I can't say for certain how much that element is still there you've got you've got casinos like like I remember Harris doing like a PSA mm-hmm. uh, after um, after Katrina because they have casino down there, so it's like casinos worrying about their their family image now. Right. You've got um, well, you've got you see Twenty One, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. great yeah. movie, yeah, and and that was supposedly mostly a true account. There was a lot of questioning of the journalistic integrity of that book, but supposedly in the late 90s, that stuff was still going on of mm. of uh, trying to cheat the system and, and still getting that same backroom treatment we were talking about. Right. So, Well, you know, like, I, I think that it, it still exists, but I think it's just more, like, legal now, you know, because I know, like, you know, like the, the type of lawyers and the other stuff that casinos mm-hmm. have, you know, with insurance, because they have, you know, they have the shows and they have, like, tigers in their hotels now. <laughs> so, like, there's, you know, a whole bunch of insurance that, that these hotels need to have, you know, so I'm pretty sure that, that, they're, that they're lawyers, you know, they have a whole bunch of stuff already put in place for the people that want to come in and, you know, take their chance and 
beat the system, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there's, but there's, cause like, you know, like there's, there's still that like old mob that kind of like, uh, okay, you know, I have a bat. You know, right. is that is that bat justice? Right. <laughs> it, it does seem like that sometimes. Bat really justice. <laughs> We're not talking about Batman here. No, no, no. no. It's, that, it's that wooden bat. Yeah. That, you know. not, not to mention crowbar justice. Yeah. yeah. Or, or handsaw justice. <laughs> or hatchet justice. All in the same. Family, let's let's see where those pl- that, that's still practice. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. So so th- those are a couple of things that are they're very interesting, and I think it's going to shed some clarity uh, through this season mm-hmm. on uh, how people oh, might yeah. even view the Vegas that they know today because yeah. there's like a whole generation of kids going to Vegas now turning 21 I mean this has been a tradition for a long time and they see parties clubs electro dancing fist pumping and that is what kind of like the image of Vegas now um, as opposed to what we were just discussing what's interesting is you've got a lot of people going to Vegas just for uh, the nightlife who, who yeah. don't even bother with with casinos just because they have the best clubs there you've also got a lot of people you talk about people just turning 21 you've had this huge poker boom in the last six years so you've got these young professionals who are going and they're completely against gambling in every facet they are like trained they are studied like they could be like on the stock market but no they are like training Uh. reading people poker odds and on all and Uh. it's a huge deal right Uh, oh and you know What's what's funny too is that like like the whole slot machine thing. You know, I don't know if, if you guys know the history behind that, but slot no. machines were really invented for men's wives to have something to do with why, <laughs> why the guys were gambling. No, serious, like that's no, really, really yeah. that's seriously like why why they're in, invented because like the women were kind of like okay, you know, we're here, like what are we gonna do? So they they figured you know let's put these things to distract these women while the men were playing poker. But now it's like slot machines are the biggest like uh, money cow for casinos now. Wow, which is crazy. You know, yeah. we, we we really think about it, but like uh, slot machines are everywhere. So you know, so basically, housewives were still spending more money on slot machines. You know, playing poker. That's hilarious. I bet it's more though, because personally, like I, I'll go. I've been to Vegas a couple of times and I think like maybe I'll play some poker because I played poker at home with friends but I don't know how to play craps I don't I don't know how to play all the all the different poker variations they've got at like the table games so I think like slot machine I know how to play a slot machine I know how to push a button so right. I think there'd be a lot of people like that right I think uh, that's yeah that's very that's, that's very interesting that's a yeah. that's a nice little tidbit of history there uh, <laughs> good thank travel to, channel travel channel to, travel channel, channel. I, can't, I can't take all that travel channel thank you Nick <laughs> fun, yeah, fact, fun, fact a, a, fun, fun fact fun fact of the day fun fact fun fact of the day slot machines um, yeah so uh, let's go into to yeah, the show. Yeah, let's go into the show. Let's talk about Vegas. Uh, let's talk. Let's yeah. Let's talk about this this show. Uh, let's talk. Let's let's start with the foundation of the show. Uh, you guys familiar with the writer Nicholas Pileggi, yeah. uh yeah. writer of Goodfellas mm. and Casino, uh, is the writer of this show. Yeah, um, and he likes writing based on historical events or actual historical events mm-hmm. or inspired by historical events um, as Casino and Goodfellas. Um, yeah, notably sense. are right. Um, so weigh in on that, Alex. What do you th- feel about uh, Nicholas Pelleggi and his writing? I I, I found I, I think he's the perfect guy to tackle this kind of show. This is obviously coming out of interest of his love, Goodfellas, love Casino. Um, he, he definitely has 
his style has a passion for this kind of subject matter. Right. And so I think it'll be very interesting because we've got the mob in both of those movies. We've got Casino in one of them. And here we're going to have a Casino. We've got the mob. But we've got a Western element coming at it, too, that right. I'm very excited to see about. The Western element is very interesting. Yeah. And uh, it kind of reminds me of when I was a kid. My dad used to make me watch The Rifleman and The Lone Ranger and... Uh, Oh, those other shows. He John Wayne. Watching. It was a John Wayne. Yeah, it was Bonanza. Like, yeah, Bonanza. <laughs> I used to love Bonanza. Uh, the Ponderosa and all that good stuff. Oh, wow. I mean, uh, those are uh, that element. It's like uh, it's the the clash of the old school versus new school, so to speak. The entry of, to a new world of mm-hmm. uh, thinking uh, versus the old ways of doing things, uh, so to speak. Respect for government and what exactly you can get away with, what you can do. Back to Nicholas Pileggi, mm-hmm. he loves this conflict, it seems, yeah. with uh, all of his writing. Uh, well, at least especially with Goodfellas. Goodfellas was 1990. Uh, yeah. Casino was 1995. I mean, those are two. I mean, I've seen Casino like five million times. Goodfellas, I've seen maybe another only, five million. Maybe, <laughs> maybe only two million. Maybe only two million. Uh, maybe only two million times. We'll work on that. Uh, yeah, I need to get tonight. Get to Goodfellas Go watches up. Throw yeah. it in the DVD. Yeah, I'll probably yeah. throw it on yeah. when I fall asleep. <laughs> um, but yeah, he did a great job writing those uh, screenplays or whatever, and uh, they're classics. Mm-hmm. They're they're uh, well casino especially. Let's talk about the Vegas relationship there. I mean, it doesn't get a whole lot better than that. And for him to mm-hmm. actually take a different aspect of Vegas and them to make a show of it, I think is brilliant. Yeah. And we'll get to the cast later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, there's, a, there's a lot to talk about with with Pileggi. Right. I I was reading that in his research for Casino. He met uh, our protagonist of the show, Vegas, mm-hmm. Ralph Lamb, mm-hmm. the real sheriff of Vegas from 1960 to 1978, mm-hmm. and, uh, and a number of other characters to do his research for Vegas as it was coming up. And so we had all these notes still left over mm. after Casino, mm. and he wanted to explore specifically the actual history, um, not a fictionalized version so much as the actual characters he met Correct. and originally it intended it for a feature um, as that was what he was accustomed to to working in and over over the years and, and you know as, 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 as projects grow and you, you more people be brought on this evolved into the pilot that, yeah. that we're going to get to enjoy next week yeah um, I've seen Goodfellas once seen Casino a couple times um, I think I think Daddy's has your beat yeah no he does he definitely does, and I actually see. I, I watched it at his house, so <laughs> so, so I don't know how much that actually counts. But <laughs> but no, but I mean, you know, and and it's like he really pulls you in, and so that's why I'm really kind of eager to see how this show will really pull you in, just kind of with the whole writing style and it's kind of you know with with a the theme, and so you know, like I, it it almost will make you feel like you're in that time era, in that period, you know, you walk outside, you feel like you're in 1960, you know, you need a six-shooter, and you're going to go hop on your horse and go to work or whatever. But yeah. I'm excited <laughs> to, you know, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just really just, just kind of, you know, because like, I have high hopes for this show. Let me, let me put it that mm, way. Yes. You know, and then so I also feel that this is a show that you can watch while you're in Vegas, too. I'm just going to throw that out there. So next time you go to Vegas, you should watch the show while you're in, in Vegas. Vegas. And can you listen to it? 
uh, and you watch it on on iTunes. on iTunes, yeah. And so you, you can you can do that. So if you <laughs> so you can you can play it on yeah, mobile yeah, so you, device yeah, you while you're on the way you to go. Vegas. Yeah. So while you're in the car, on the plane, on the train, however you need to get to Vegas, you can check it out on on iTunes. You can check out our podcast here uh, on iTunes. So make sure you go online, rate that. If you don't have an account, create an iTunes account and just like it. If you don't like it, don't like it. But like it and leave comments. <laughs> Like it, like, like it, it, love it, like it a lot. Yeah. Um, let's get into the cast now a little bit. Since we're already talking a little bit, actually, let's go back. Let's go back. Yeah, let's go back a little slight bit. bit. Yeah, yeah, you got something you want to say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see it brewing. We talked about Sheriff Lamb a little bit. Sheriff Lamb, old school guy. He's like the old school western rifle, shotgun type of guy. Oh yeah. And then uh. We've got Vincent Servino, who is the antagonist. Michael Chiklis. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. So Strong, strong I mean, actor. The, the Chicago crime family coming over to Vegas to plant a flag, so to speak, and uh, make a name so for says. themselves at that time in the 60s uh, is a big deal. Um, it, it always seems to me, just based on a, a little history, I was a history major. <laughs> That it seems like Vegas was always a little bit behind. No, sorry, not Vegas. The the mafia, so to speak, Be- as far as the catching up, and then the government gets involved. When we're what, gonna, do you mean, what do you mean a little bit behind? A little bit behind, like as far as the vision. You know, Bugsy. You know, Bugsy had this vision for Vegas. You know, the the inception of Vegas and how yeah. how Vegas. And then he, you know, he had he, this, his huge vision got slaughtered. He was literally slaughtered. And he got killed, and because they thought he was uh, misappropriating funds by by the mafia, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, then they caught up to themselves, and then it seemed like everything was like always kind of catching up to a certain degree. And then, of course, the government gets involved. Um, but like I said, we'll, we're we're gonna when the, as the season we're goes along and it develops, I think gonna, it's gonna allude to some history that, that is gonna teach the younger generation yeah. of twenty one year olds that are <laughs> that are fist pumping right now, are, so they can learn a little bit of history about Vegas. Uh, I I love that. I hope we get to see a lot of that. Like we were talking about the Rat Pack a little bit earlier. Yes. Like, yeah. like how's how's that gonna impact? It? How's the rest of the country's attitude towards Vegas at the time gonna impact it? What other historic? I mean, uh, Mad Men is really big on having uh, focus on their show, but a, a good historical backdrop that mm. that weaves in here, here right. and there, and and you get to see it, and you and you kind of play it. around it a little bit, and you really kind of, and it really impacts the characters, yep. and so it forces you to be like, oh, I I. I don't remember that exactly. Or right. how did that happen? I got to go read a little bit more about that. Right, that'd be great. Yeah, see about definitely. Vegas. Yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, the cast of characters. You guys want to get into the cast a little bit? It's kind of hard to talk about the characters without talking about the cast. The cast. Um, well, you know, here's here's, here's one thing because I know we're talking about uh, Michael Chiklis, and so you know, he's, when he was on the Shield, mm-hmm. you know, he was you know a strong, real tough kind of cop, you know. Exactly. So now, kind of him on the other side of it, you know. So this is really gonna like I'm excited to see just kind of how he's he's gonna play this, you know. And then and then so and you have, you have Dennis Dennis Quaid, Dennis Quaid, the yeah, Dennis Quaid, Quaid. Yeah. Dennis Quaid, yeah. <laughs> You know, is it's like they're they're really going to go head to head, right? You know, and so you got you got your two big name guys, but you know, just like not just them, but two big name guys like who they're portraying, you know, really going head to head, and so 
I think it's going to be a good season. That's well, all I'm going to say. You, you know, Michael Chiklis, really quickly, is a talented actor. This guy, yeah. he actually showed some comedic chops in uh, Fantastic Four. Oh, oh, they so, were beautiful. So I was really impressed by this because of The Shield and seeing him play this tough cop. And then for him to go into Fantastic Four and play, uh, what was the, what was the, the character? Thing. The he Thing. He was The Thing. He played The Thing. Clobber in time. Right. Yeah. And, and him, his <laughs> battle with Chris Evans as the, the Human Torch, mm-hmm. they're back and forth. They're, they're going back and forth, ribbing each other or whatever. It, it was really, he did a great job performance-wise on a comedic level. And I, and I love that. Um, since you bring that up, speaking of, speaking of comedy, I just want to say, you know, face it, we all do love a good comedy. True. You guys will agree with yeah, me. Yeah, most definitely. I, it's human nature, God's sake. <laughs> it is. I want to let you know Fox uh, premiere Tuesday uh-huh. is stacked with good comedy. Really? They got Zoe Deschanel. She's back on the season premiere New Girl. Okay. And boom, just like that, she's laid off. She's looking for work to keep up with the show. She's hot. She is. Yeah. Then it's uh, Family's a Funny Thing as well. From the producers of New Girl, they got a new one. It's uh, the new series critics are calling one of the year's best new comedies, Ben and Kate. Mm. That's the second one. Then a season premiere of New Girl keeps on rolling with another new episode. So we've got two episodes of New Girl. We've got three shows thus far. Okay. Uh, I know. That's like two. That's two New Girls. Zoe Deschanel. It's two Zoe Deschanel. Same night. Same night. One Ben and Kate. And then boom. Mindy Kaling from The Office. Mm. She's got a brand new yes. office. <laughs> She's funny. She is funny. <laughs> She's got... It's a series premiere of her new show. It's called The Mindy Project. Okay. So, if you're looking for an out of laughs, that's, Fox premieres that's Tuesday. The there we go. The Mindy September Project. September 25th. Yeah. That sounds... Funny. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe I'm going to be looking forward to that. Oh, back-to-back Zoe. I'm going to be looking actually, forward to that. Actually, it's a Zoe sandwich. Is, uh, yeah, is it? Actually, I mean, it, it could be. But, um... Anyway, anyway, it's fine. Anyway, so Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. (laughs) Speaking of hot girls, there you go. There you go. Speaking of hot girls, Carrie Ann Moss is in Vegas of Matrix. And she's not exactly of Matrix fame. She used to be on a show. I don't know if you guys remember this show back in the day. You guys are probably too young to remember this, but she was on a show called Models. She played like one of the lead models. I don't know if anybody remembers this show. You guys, she played a model on a show called Models. Exactly, and it was it was a hot show at the time. Uh, but she was hot, and I remember when The Matrix came out, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's the hot chick from Models." Oh and wow! She can act, and and like, she can act. Is that <laughs> right? Was that, was was that sometime before Matrix came out? Yeah. How, yes. How soon, this was way before. before. Oh, wow. This is like long haired. Carrie Ann Moss. Oh, so wow. Before the short-haired Trinity. See, I like uh, I like this in the in the promotional material for Vegas. You see, she's her hair is not quite as short as like the Matrix, yeah. but it's a little bit longer, but it's still mostly short. Yeah. A little bit longer though. Yeah, but you see longer. her and you know exactly who she is. You're like, that's the chick from Matrix. Like shoulder length, like shoulder length. It's Carrie. curly. This is shoulder length Carrie. Yeah. It's like whipped at the bottom, like. They got they oh, they have the the styles of the times exactly. You know they they're embracing that. And she's uh because she, she's playing the district attorney. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. She's hot. The hot district she, attorney. She's hot. I've always thought she was hot, and when I actually saw her on the preview, I was like, oh my gosh, it's Carrie Ann Moss. <laughs> playing opposite. Phil, when is the show gonna start? <laughs> 
can't wait. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm sure I got amped up, seriously, because that was part of the reason I was kid. I was like, okay, it's the guy, so he's got my testosterone up, Michael Chiklis, Dennis Quaid, Dennis Quaid, Michael Chiklis. And then, you know, you're going to get burnt out on that. Like, okay, 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 I want to see the show already. The next thing you know, hit you with a preview with Carrie Ann Moss. I'm like, oh, M G, you've got to be kidding me! That Can't is, I could, just, on this show? I, I could just see you at home doing like the happy dance, just like going over. Oh my all gosh! This. No, I, I feel in my, my, my box of briefs. Popcorn flew. We saw her on screen. Like, oh my gosh! Carry on. And I knocked over the drinks. It was amazing. Pretty much. In my dunts. I also know this box of briefs, ladies. Box of briefs. But to the fellow to dunt dunts. Anyway. Yeah. So she's on the show, and you know it brings a great element to the show. I think they. I should have seen who the cast director. I didn't see who the cast director was. Who casted the show? Uh, I'm going to find out and, and let everybody discuss. know next week. But and it will, it will play and, in, and we will thank the casting director personally mm. for making the casting choices that they did. I mean, I think uh, they, they're making it amazing. Yeah. They made amazing casting choices yeah. so far. Now, now they seen. they um, the thing uh, Pelleggi was saying. Mm-hmm. They he wrote. The character of Lamb, also Greg Walker, his writing partner, the pilot was co-written by the both of them, had Quaid in mind as they were adapting uh, Ralph Lamb as a character, but they were like, well, there's no way we'll, no way we'll get Dennis, like the Dennis Quaid, he's, he's a movie actor, right, and then yeah. he, sees, he sees the script, he's interested in it, he's, he's making his TV debut as like... In that ongoing trend of movie stars coming back to awesome television shows, right? Yeah, and that's, that's that's what's happening. You see, you know, I'm I'm kind of waiting for like Tom Cruise to like hop on a TV <laughs> show just one day just when the, he's yeah, just gone just like, back you know, it's, uh, I won't promise you? that, but you may be able to catch Tom in a Japanese. Commercial. <laughs> Somewhere. Uh, uh. In one region of Okinawa. <laughs> playing from the hours of 11.59 to 12.30 second spot. That's it. You might be able to catch Tom there. Then that's it. But back to I'll Vegas. Have to go, I'll have to go look. <laughs> back to Vegas. We don't have enough Tom Cruise commercials. So. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, uh, yeah, so Dennis Quaid, Michael Chiklis, Carrie Ann Moss, mm. Vegas 1960s, Nicholas Pelleggi. Casinos, Goodfellas, from the writer of Casino and Goodfellas. Yeah, it becomes a modern Western oh my in the goodness. 60s. What you were saying about the new school meeting the old school. The new school meeting the old school. In a, in a way we've never seen it before. I'm so, I'm so interested. I cannot wait to mm-hmm. see what diabolic stuff that, what's his name, Michael Chickles gets into. After Buzz. After Okay. All right. So we're going to talk about predictions. Okay. We're going to talk about the direction we think the show itself is going to go in, how we think the characters are going to end up away from the history that we already know. Right. How it would develop. Right. Alex, go. I, I, think, I think two things. It's going to be very interesting to see how they keep up the, 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 the Ralph Lamb versus Vincent Savino, good guy, bad guy. We've got that clearly established in the beginning. How are we going to keep that up over a whole season? How are we going to keep that up over a whole show? Right. Mm. Two, Ralph Lamb, District Attorney Catherine, uh, I, I forget her last Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss. <laughs> it could be, it could, I mean, probably a little something there. We're going to watch a little something there develop over time, probably. Okay. All right. Um, my only prediction is I think that what will happen is that Ralph Lamb will you know find himself in a situation where his ethics are gonna be challenged 
and you know he may have to put his hand in the cookie jar Ooh. to kind of help you know keep the city thriving kind of help a couple businesses going you know and that's where Carrie Ann Moss's uh, character come, comes into play and so now you have like a love interest play mm-hmm. versus like a legal type of you know interesting so I just what I'm, I'm, hey alright Nick alright let's see <laughs> okay well, touche a, a couple right. a couple, <laughs> a couple of quick things on my end I feel that I would like to see there be some kind of love triangle between Carrie Ann Moss Mike uh, and, and those other two characters yeah and really quickly I would like to see Dennis Quaid I forgot what I was going to say I'll remember next time guys <laughs> We'll be talking to you. We'll be talking to you. I'll let you guys know what's going to happen, uh, what my predictions are for this season. Uh, on the first, After the first episode uh, next week, uh, that is September 25th, CBS, uh, Vegas. This is Thaddeus Massey. You can catch me on Twitter at Club Thaddeus, C-L-U-B-T-H-A-D-D-E-U-S. My co-host this is Nick Perdue. Alex Salem, you can catch me on Twitter at the Alex Salem, A L E X S A L E M. Thanks for joining us, guys. See you guys next week. And, and from Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.